Hey friends, welcome to Radiant Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Grace. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to you. We'll be diving into Bible teachings, prayer, devotionals, testimonies, and so much more, all to help you deepen your walk with Christ. Thank you so much for being here. Let's get into it. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Radiant Soul Podcast. Today we're diving into what it means to abide in Him, Him being Jesus, And what better way to start this episode than to go to John 15. So if you have your Bible, this is like, I think this is going to be one of those episodes where I really just want it to be very scripture based. Um, So we can just journey through scripture because it's so fun. Um, But before we go into scripture, I want to pray. Um, Heavenly Father, thank you for another day that we get to come to you and learn from you um, and grow with you, Lord. Thank you that you call us to abide in you because that is the best place for us to rest our souls in God. Lord, would you help me to um, hear your spirit speak to me um, about what scriptures to go to and would you help me to articulate what um, your scriptures are trying to say in a way that makes sense and helps people see things uh, maybe that they didn't see before through common scriptures that we will visit today, Lord. So I thank you for this opportunity, God. I pray that you bless my friend on the other end. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay. And sorry for, like, my nasally self. I feel like I have allergies right now, and I don't know why or how, but it's all good. All for the kingdom. Okay, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Um, John 15, and it says, I am the true vine. This is Jesus talking. And my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. Already you are clean because of the word that I have spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit by itself um, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me, and I in him, He it is that bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, he is thrown away like a branch and withers, and the branches are gathered, thrown into the fire and burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so to prove to be my disciples. And as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love. And then verses 10 and, 12, 10 and 11 say, If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. And these things I have spoken to you, that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be full. So there's a lot to take from there. Um, I guess we can just break it down because it's just so good. I think uh, abiding in him came, like, the revelation of it fully, like, saturated uh, maybe like May of this year. Yeah. May of this year. Um, I was like so deeply researching and seeking the Lord for what it means to abide in him and what that looks like in my life. And it's really cool to see how like in all of our lives abiding in him. Yes, it's like the same, but how it bears fruit in each of our lives is so cool. So I'm going to share a little bit about that. I think, (laughs) um, so verses, let's see. 
Okay, verse 2. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. So that word prune right there is so cool because um, I feel like when... I, I, I know I keep talking about trials, like, all these past three episodes, but it's just how the Lord has really been exposing my heart, or rather, exposing what's in my heart, and refining me, because he's teaching me something about him, and also making me more like Jesus, so I talk about that a lot, <laughs> because it's just out of experience, um, but I think it's cool, because it says, what does bear fruit, I mean, Every branch that does bear fruit, he's going to prune. So it c- continues to bear more fruit. And I think that's so wild because, like, he always, like, when you abide in Christ and when you remain in him and, and stay and remain and stay faithful and um, don't, like, look to other things or other people or whatever to get you through, like, hard times, for example, um, God uses those um, trials, and I think, actually, today's scripture on the Bible app was about remaining steadfast in trials because it creates perseverance, and so we can just, for example, use that to see how when God, God allows something to occur in our lives, you know, a trial or something that we don't see why it's happening when it's happening, and we're like, God, but why? Like, why'd you take that from me? Like, why? You know, all the whys we ask God, knowing very well that he's sovereign. And knowing very well that he works all things for good. But we're still human and we still, you know, crave to know, like, well, why? <laughs> Por qué? And when it hurts us or we're, when it, like, stretches us, rather. Because it doesn't always, like, hurt, but it stretches us and it makes us uncomfortable, right? Because we're growing in him. And he uses those things, those opportunities and time through our walk to prune us so to create more fruit. And my friend Amber once told me like, our fruit is not for us to enjoy. Our fruit is for others to enjoy, right? And for others to um, enjoy and also like receive from. And so I think back to like last year, it was just a really hard year. And obviously like I was still kind of like very new in my walk with Jesus on the side of being an adult <laughs> but um I felt like every month I was going through something and I'm like god like is this how it's gonna be forever like I don't get it you know um and now looking back as mourning has turned to joy and beauty has come from ashes and he's breathed life into things again that I thought were done for. Like, I thought um, some aspects of my life were just done. And it wasn't until, like, a few months ago that I was like, wait, God, like, no, you breathed... You're right now breathing life into things that I thought were dead. And you are the only one that can do that. Or another way to look at it is, like, God, you're opening doors that I thought you shut forever. And I'm not even the one to open it. And I'm also not the one to close it. So obviously, if you close the door, you also have the power to open the door. And I'm seeing that now in so many cool ways. And I'm like, wow, God, like, you really wanted that time with me to hide me away, to 
prune me, to refine me, to teach me more about who you are, to expose what's in my heart so I can bring it to prayer and for you to reveal your heart to me in different ways. Um, that now a fruit, I guess, that I'm bearing is the fruit of like what he's taught me to make this podcast, for example. And of course, like we don't want to think about it like, okay, God, you're putting me through this so that one day I can show people what you did and how to go for you and help them. Like, it's not, there, there's so many elements to why we go through like hardships, but definitely that's one of them. Right. And so I'm like, okay, great. God, I love that you (laughs) made it really hard for me for a while there so that I can testify of your goodness and your, um, capacity to still walk with me through the hardships and to be my comfort and my my rock and my refuge even through suffering or grieving because you are the man of sorrows and so that's another episode I can't wait to talk about is Jesus as a man of sorrows and how near he is to us when we are going through um, moments of grieving or mourning or loss because guys like I've never experienced Jesus that 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 side to him that facet of him that I have when I was grieving and to know that he experienced suffering anxiety worry fear grieving um right like throughout his whole time here on earth especially leading up to his crucifixion I am like wow god you are a god that sympathizes with me and I'm so honored and blessed that you're my god like you're you're everything to me. And so that Man of Sorrows episode is going to be coming out soon. Because I don't know who needs to hear it. I need to hear it. Uh, because, you know, it's not always going to be like... How I feel right now is is definitely good. And everything is like okay in life. But <laughs> there will be times again where we'll go through challenges. And so it's just, it's just beautiful to be reminded that God is always faithful no matter what season you're in. Okay, getting off topic. Well, not really. We're on topic. But... Back to abiding, and this is also an example of abiding, is on any circumstance, you seek the Lord. In any circumstance, you draw near to him. Um, like it says, uh, pray without ceasing. And I was like, wait, how am I supposed to pray all the time? Like, it doesn't make sense because I'm busy, you know, because I'm doing stuff. How do I pray all the time? And it's more of just like this communing with God. And I think something that I've really received as so valuable to me as an adult following Jesus versus like as a um, 15 year old, like 12, 15 year old following Jesus in her teenage years is that there is this aspect of God that desires to commune with us in everything we do. Even as I'm recording this, it's unto the glory of the Lord, but it's also me just hanging out with Jesus. Like it's actually me communing with the King of Kings. And I see this a lot in myself I, I've taken abiding in him, especially throughout my workday as a nanny with the ever-changing, all the things of what it means to be around children all the time. <laughs> their tantrums, their high moments, their low moments, the schedule changes, the poopy diapers, the messes on the floor, the, you know, everything, the giggles, the, the pool time, like every single moment that exists in my day, you know, I really ask the Holy Spirit to show me like, God, how are you in this? Like, I know you're here, but where are you in this? Like, show me, show me your face in this moment, especially when I feel frustrated or like even angry sometimes, or 
like overwhelmed because I'm a very like sensitive person naturally so I just get overwhelmed when things are very just like chaotic but I've seen myself grow in this aspect of being mature in like the swirling day-to-day um schedules because I've been leaning on the Holy Spirit and abiding in Jesus to show me and to give me his eyes to see my situations to give me a heavenly perspective as to what is happening around me and like I said in the previous episode setting our minds on things above not things on earth because when we see through Jesus' eyes, when we see through the heavenly perspective, it's like, what, like, all of this is a vapor, and so it brings me back to, like, a state of gratitude, because I have been, uh, what's it called, uh, trusted by the Lord to steward what he's given me, and my prayer is to just remain faithful in that, and, and remaining faithful to that, we remain faithful to him, right, amen, sorry, to take a talking break um okay so we're still in john 15 and so the common theme is like without abiding in jesus we cannot bear fruit and i talked yesterday not yesterday well i guess i gave it away (laughs) i recorded my previous episode yesterday um i talked about in the previous episode that um when I first came to Christ, like, even though I didn't think I was bearing fruit, I was in certain ways, but I knew that there was more to learn about the Lord, and so arriving at the scripture, I was like, wait, I literally cannot do anything in my life without remaining steadfast in Jesus and remaining steadfast in his love, so Holy Spirit, show me what that looks like, and um, for me specifically, it was just like not leaving the place where I'm dependent on Jesus, like not leaving this childlike dependency that I have on him because it's easy, like it's easy to depend on the Lord and cling to him. Like when you're going through something really hard or you're just having a hard day <laughs> even, um, but do we do the same? And I'm talking to myself. Do we do the same when everything's going like okay? Or we're getting that answered prayer. You know what I mean? Like, and I think as a maturing believer, as I want to call myself now, because I don't want to be a baby anymore. I mean, I'll stay a baby forever, whatever. But I really am praying for the Holy Spirit to <clears throat> still like work. Like, obviously, He's always going to be working in me, but for the Holy Spirit to show me like, Okay, when things are good and I'm content, does my heart still show that I rely on Jesus? As much as I did a month ago or two months ago when things were going really bad. Or when I was going through a hard time, you know? And I think that is a very... Like, when you're in a place where you think all is good. And you think that, okay, God answered these prayers. Like, we can take a break from, like, the praying. We can take a break from reading the word. We can take a break from whatever, 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 that is where you need to be on highest alert. And I've caught myself every now and then before being like, okay, this is good. This is nice. Um, I'm going to take a break from reading the Bible today, or I'm just, I don't want to, because what do I have to gain? You know, it's like this, this mentality that like, I only came to Christ or I only came to seek the Lord in a secret place 
when I needed him versus now it's like because he calls us to him and because we get to fellowship with him and because he's just everything we could ever need it's this like love sickness that I have towards meeting him in any way that I can and I don't ever want to get out of this place but this this oil I guess you would call it was only produced through the trial through the hardship through the suffering through the mourning through the grieving because I found that drawing near to him like it says David says in Psalms it is good for me to draw near to God it is good for me to draw near to the Lord because in that place are all the riches in everything like there's no greater reward than to be um what's it called like outpoured with morpheus spirit and so abiding in jesus even when things look like they're going well or you think that you don't need to seek him fervently you know what i mean okay so fifteen ten it says if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, <clears throat> just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. So when Jesus is writing this, right, he's having his earthly ministry. And the only thing that Jesus did while he was here on earth was to fulfill the perfect will of God. He was perfect. He was sinless. He came here to fulfill the will of God, right? So that's why he says, I have followed my Father's commandments. And I abide in his love. Therefore, you follow my commandments and you abide in my love. And his commandment, his grace commandment is to love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And then to love your neighbor as yourself, right? So those are his two greatest commandments. And when you can do that, when you love the Lord with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, even when you mess up or you have, um, you fall into temptation or you feel like there's a part of you that's coming out that you don't like 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 a side of you that you don't like or whatever the case may be um no matter what like we're always one sealed by the holy spirit and two we're always going to be able to abide in his love in our love for the lord and it's where and it's when that like first love ceases or like it's when the love of the lord becomes second in your life because god is preeminent in all things which means that he is first in all things um is where you kind of will meet the spiritual decline in your walk and uh your walk will suffer but god is so faithful and gracious to draw you back to him to repent for um any idols and to tear down those idols that have taken um first place in your heart matthew 4 4 says but he answered it is written Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. So, like how we've been reading in John 15, just as a branch is dependent on the vine, we're also dependent on Jesus to sustain and give us life. And how that is possible is by reading his word. Because the word is living and active, and without it, we're like this lifeless branch that is thrown away in the fire, like it says and um when we are seeking the lord for any reason the first place we should go always of course is prayer but also into the word before we go to like counsel or people around us to speak things over us or give us advice like we always just need to be intentional to go to the lord first 
Because we know that when we come to him, he's not going to be like, oh, silly question. Like, no, I'm not going to tell you this. It's sometimes going to be like a not yet or like, or a no. And that's okay. (laughs) Because we have to learn that God has um, the best in mind for us because we're his children. And how, like it says in that other scripture, if a parent gives a good gift, like to their child, how much more of a gift will the father give to us, his children, you know? He's the best dad. As we wrap up today's episode, Colossians 3.17 says, Whatever you do, in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. And that is honestly just such a simple way, or like a simple scripture, to take with you throughout your day for you to continue abiding in Christ. Um, Because all it takes is just being intentional. God is a God of intentionality. We also are made in his image. We're image bearers of him. We can also be intentional in how we um, abide in the Lord every day. And it will look different for all of us, you know, depending on what season you're in. You know, you could be like just thriving in your career or you could be a mom at home or you could be uh, working a lot this season or you could be in ministry, whatever it is, you know, like... God has called each of us, one to himself, but also called us to um, the places in which he's placed our feet in. And obviously, like, yes, continue to seek scripture, pray fervently, surround yourself with godly community, um, but also know that you have the Holy Spirit in you to help you to fight the good fight or to, like, not let your flesh win when you're tempted with sin. Um, and being in a godly community is also beautiful for that reason because you have brothers and sisters that walk with you and that if you ever feel like you're alone in any temptation or fleshly desire, you can reach out to that person or that group of people that can walk with you because, guys, we're not perfect. Like, none of us have it together. If we were perfect, we wouldn't be on earth. We would be probably, like, there would be no reason for us to be here. There would be no reason for us to continue seeking the Lord for things. So, all of us fall short of the glory of the Lord. And abiding, I believe, is also remaining uh, open and honest with your neighbor as a form of love to yourself and to them. So, what I mean by that is I have a beautiful friend and she, her and I go through, like, very similar (laughs) struggles, I seem, or it seems, like, throughout different times of the month, and we just are very honest with each other, and we're like, yeah, like, we're struggling with this, or I'm struggling with this, like, can you pray for me? Can you pray over me? And it's so beautiful to have that community around you to pray with you, to pray over you, especially when you're (coughs) in seasons of change, or you're, you're not sure if you're hearing the Lord correctly, um, having godly community to pray with you, to seek the Lord alongside you about a matter going on in your life or vice versa is so valuable. There's nothing like it. Iron sharpens iron. And we were made for community. <clears throat> That's another way, excuse me. <clears throat> That's another way that I believe we abide in Christ is when we allow ourselves to be seen, known, and loved by those around us in a safe godly community and I'm so thankful that my church is that place um shout out journey 
because I think we all come to the table. We're all invited to the table and we all come to the table with our many different layers and um, to know that when we see our brother and sister as the Lord sees us, it just, there's nothing more beautiful. I just don't even know what to describe it as. And God made us to be in community. He's a, he's a, he's a relational God, you know, he's a Trinity, but he also created Eve out of Adam to be fruitful and multiply. So you see this throughout scripture. And then he said, or Jesus says in John 17, him, me and the father were one. And that was his prayer before going on the cross is like, Lord, help them to be one. Help us to be one as I am one with you. And so as much as we want to be like in the uh, in the love of the Lord every day and abide in him every day, that's actually the biggest thing that Jesus wants for us as well. Uh, I guess I could turn there real quick to just read it for a second. But it says, um, John 17... I guess I'll start at 14. I have given them your word and the world has hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I do not ask that you take them out of the world, but that you keep them from the evil one. They are not of this world, just as I am not of this world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sake, I consecrate myself that they also may be sanctified in truth. The glory that you have given me, I have given to them that they may be one even as we are one, I and them and you and me, that they may become perfectly one so that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. Yes. Uh, Yeah. So you can just see how it all connects. We're all just called to abide in him in all circumstances. Um, so I guess my question for you guys today would just be, how can I abide in the Lord today? However that looks like, however living intentionally for him looks like, or how you can continue walking in him, depending on him. It's going to vary for all of us, but it's something to think about. Um, that will wrap up today's episode. I will catch you guys on the next one. Have a great day.